Hello, friends, and welcome to To the Phantom and Beyond. I'm Jillian. And I'm Annika. And we're so happy to have you all along for this adventure. We're going to be diving right into all of our favorite movies, TV shows, and so many other fandom-related subjects, talking about all the things that we love and even some of the things we might not love. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Whether you're in a relationship or you're single and you just want to mingle, we're happy to have you with us this week. Happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's, guys. So obviously this won't be posted until the day after, um, but we thought it would be fun to talk about some cute Valentine's Day movies. Um, for those of you who know us, we're a little bit obsessed with Hallmark. I mean, a little is putting it lightly. I have, what What do we say, 62 like Hallmark movies on DVD? Um, I have significantly less, but mm-hmm. I still love them nonetheless. Um, and so we chose three homework movies, um, Valentine's Day movies, to watch for this week's episode. Um, we wanted to watch more, but sometimes we don't always get a chance to watch as many as we would like to. Mm-hmm. So we do our best. So um, we chose three that we really enjoyed. Um, one we've seen before. The other two we had not Mm-hmm. Well, I'd seen two of them. Jillian had only seen one. Right. Um, so that was fun. Um, so, okay, jumping right into things. The very first movie that we watched was uh, Love, Romance, and Chocolate. So, so cute. This one, oh, my gosh. So it has uh, Lacey Chabert and Will Kemp. And I just want to say one thing real quick with Lacey Chabert. We've loved watching her on Hallmark for years. Mm-hmm. Like We've loved watching her and... Recently, the, you know, there's stuff going on with Hallmark and certain actors. And so then I saw that people were starting to declare Lacey as, like, the queen of Hallmark mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm like, she's always, always been the queen of Hallmark for us. Oh, like, always. We've, like, we'd prefer watching her movies over the other person that they had oh. always on the screen advertising. We're like, no, show me Lacey. Show always. me Lacey. I'd rather see her. Yeah. So it's it's nice that people are starting to recognize yeah. how great she is. So this movie was Lacey Chabert, Will Kemp, and Brittany Bristow. Who we love. Who, yeah, which she was in, she's in way more Hallmark movies than I thought she was. Right, and she usually, she typically p- plays like the, the best friend mm-hmm. character. There's a few that she plays the main character, but for the most part she typically plays like the mm-hmm. best friend character, but she's still fantastic. Yeah, so this one... Um, Okay, so I we've seen this one before, but it's been a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, probably. Yeah, so it's... Uh, who are they? So it's... Uh, she plays... So Lacey plays... Um, what is her name in this? Did like I even write her Emma? name down? Isn't it like Emma or something? Yeah. Her name is Emma. And then uh, Will plays the character of Luke. Um, so essentially... She gets broken up with by her boyfriend, mind you, of six months. Okay, six months. Like, right before Valentine's. Like, a couple weeks, like, two weeks Yeah, like, two weeks before Valentine's Day. Um, So, she decides, okay, well, I'm just going to go on this vacation to Bruges, right? Yeah. To Bruges by myself to visit uh, the the palace or the castle. Where her grandparents fell in love. Yeah, so she's... Plan this whole trip around romance and chocolate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, her thing, her thing is... Um, she's a food stylist, so she loves food. She loves desserts and pastries and all that. So when she goes to Bruges, um, by herself, she ends up on this chocolate tour. Um, and part of that is going to, uh, 
the Simon, uh, uh, I never pronounce it right. Essentially it's a chocolate shop. Um, and so she meets, they get to make chocolate Mm -hmm. and she's very much like me where I'm like, Oh, let's try this. And they're like, no, 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 no. She, she experiments with the recipe. Whereas the guy who owns the shop, who's the main love interest, Luke, he is like, no, 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 no. That's not how it's done. You do it how it's supposed to. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, no, it, it, it'll be great. I, I promise you, it'll, it'll turn out great. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just thought it sounded great to do. And he's like, oh, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. I can't. I'm not going to stop you. Yeah, and okay, I just want to point out really quick, and I wrote this down because I had to, is that her boyfriend in the beginning, Todd, first of all, Todd, okay, <laughs> he wasn't even cute. No, Nowhere near cute. And that's the thing. Like, you see this in a lot. It's a pretty common mm-hmm. um theme Theme. with Hallmark movies is that if the main character is dating somebody in the beginning of the film, usually it's if the woman is dating a man, then he's usually not very attractive. Oh, yeah. But then the love interest is usually, like, gorgeous beyond belief. And I just think it's funny. And also, I will say that I'm pretty sure we've said this before, but men in these movies are significant even if they're like conventionally attractive they're significantly less attractive when they're a jerk yeah and uh, i feel like that's a common thing with a lot of media not just these hallmark movies but mm-hmm. it's just something yeah i had to say um but so she you know she goes to this chocolate shop and she butts heads with the instructor luke Naturally. and yeah exactly it's meant to happen um and there's this thing in the in the movie that all the chocolatiers are vying for, which is the royal chocolatier. So there's a big competition, and it's judged by the prince, prince and, and his the his fiance. fiance. Yeah, um, and I think I wrote their names down. It was uh, did I not? And the the contestants in this competition mm-hmm. um, are invited to the palace for the judging and for this ball gala thing and so emma is like i'm gonna help you because luke is struggling to come up with a recipe like he can't think Mm -hmm. of something to do because it's got to be amazing it's got to be magnificent and he can't think of anything and so she offers to help him come up with new ideas Mm -hmm. and different things that he can try if he'll take her to the palace yeah which i can go because that's where her grandparents met and fell in Mm -hmm. love and she's just like really wants to go yeah which i will say i do appreciate that they said it out right in the beginning Mm -hmm. it wasn't like uh yeah i'll help you oh but there's a condition that i'm not going to tell you about so i can get there by myself kind of thing like they both know what the other Mm -hmm. is in it for yeah Um, which is really nice yeah and then there's also and okay jillian knows this and if you guys have listened before you know this i'm a big I make a big deal about baking and pastries oh in shows and movies. She was insufferable in the last movie that we okay, watched. but you guys have to understand. I do this like this is the, she, this is she's my doing it for school. It's like, my school. It, this is what I'm learning, and it's also I've been in a bakery for the last two and a half years working. Right. I don't work in the bakery part, but I I've worked back there before. You've helped out with certain yeah, things. and it's what I do. This is my thing. Right. So when I see things that are genuinely just, like, aggravating, I'm like, wh- why? Why it's do they so, do no research? It's so funny and so just... See, she says it's annoying, but she, I know she finds it funny because I hear her laughing it the is, entire time. It is funny, and if you guys saw it, you'd probably think it's funny, too. I, I mean, to... she has a video somewhere of me freaking out over uh, Nailed It. Oh, I do. I think it's on my Twitter somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's probably, it's probably like way, way down in the yeah. feed, but we were watching it. And she was just, like, going insane. I yeah. was like, this and is funny. I'm not... 
I, I'm pretty bad. It, it gets, especially when it's like stuff that is clearly should be noted. Like right. clearly the, should be something that they should see and be like, oh, that's probably right. wrong. You know, just like, like I had things. to pause the last movie that we watched because it was like a baking competition yeah. thing. And she was like, she started going off on this rant almost. So I had uh, to like pause oh, yeah. it so she it's, could finish we'll, we'll talk about that one in the, for the last part. Um, but one of my biggest things in when it comes to any movie or show that portrays a bakery or a bake shop in any capacity is hair up. If your hair is not up, odds are your hair is in that food. Yeah. And it's not even just like a bakery thing. It's just common sense. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I don't Even work... at the movie theater, you right. guys have to put your we hair have up. To, if, it's, if it's long, like if it's long enough that it could get in the way mm-hmm. and you're in concessions... You put your hair up. I always and I'm put sorry, my hair up in concession. I don't see any sanitizer buckets in any of these places. <laughs> we, which have, we have sanitizer. It's literally in in every guideline for running any business. Yeah. Sani buckets changed every two hours. We have sanitized bottles that we were supposed to change every four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I I will say not everybody does. I want to write. I, I'm going to. I'm going to write a Hallmark movie set in a bakery or a cake shop or wherever and i want it to be accurate their hair is going to be up they're going to be wearing aprons they're going to be wearing hair nuts if they don't have a hat gloves they're going to be wearing glo- well gloves are kind of touch and go it, it kind of depends on what you're doing they're going to have sandy buckets they're going to have hand like everything okay everything it's the little details that it count. is because i, I t- i'm telling you like if you put those little details in people are going to love it 10 times more because they're going to be like oh they paid attention yeah so the fair. first time that we see her in the in the um in the chocolate shop when she's in the back, her hair is up. And I was yeah, like, and you oh. see her pull her hair up. Mm-hmm. Which is I like, mean, she doesn't keep it up. Like, she doesn't... Yeah, it, there's, a, it, there's a later There's no scene. consistency There's in a that. later scene in the movie where she has her hair down while they're baking. And Annika's yeah. like, you were doing so well. I know. I was like, come on, girl. Um, but I do... One thing I do love um, is... for oh, Well, first of all, and me, Jillian pointed this out to me because I was writing something down. Oh, yeah. So, it's a big thing. If you guys have ever seen um, The Great British Bake Off... Um, and you know about it, you know that that competition show, there's no prize. They don't win anything. It's literally just the, the pres- knowledge. The, the prestige, essentially, of winning. Uh, yeah. And in the, sh- in the movie, when she asks him about the, the competition, he's like, what, he, he was essentially like, oh yeah, you just win the prestige. And Julie was like, Annika. I was like, Annika, it's true. It's true. That's <laughs> it's, the thing. It's only in Europe. Because if you, anywhere here, it's like $100,000. Yeah. You get $50,000 right. and a new mixer. Like, I mean, I, I love mean, a new mixer. But well, like, yeah, because like, if you watch like Nailed It, for example, even the person who wins, not the entire competition, but just the first half yeah. of the, the comp, like the first thing Part. that they have to do, they still win something. Yeah. And then the person at the end wins money because otherwise nobody would do it I in, feel in the like. states nobody nobody would compete if they didn't yeah win so the fact that he was fact. like the fact that he was like oh prestige and and like a little statue thing but like, like the, the statue it's like the last it's like the last thought you know it's not the first yeah, thing that he which says. i love the that. first thing that he says is oh yeah it's just the the prestige of winning yeah of being crowned essentially. and then and then and i just thought it was a really funny thing yeah. because it's a common thing over in the mm-hmm. uk is that it's they don't care at least from our understanding they don't care as much about the prize mm-hmm. as much as just having fun and being there you know yeah and then of course um there's if there's any brits listening please tell me if i'm wrong yeah but i, f- I don't think we are like it, it feels pretty accurate um and one of one of my favorite moments that you see in the movie is when they're talking about essentially like designing this thing for the competition and he has a blank notebook which like that made me like very happy i was she like, was like <laughs> he has a notebook because like 
if you're a baker or a pastry chef of any kind, like I feel like every baker or cook or anything has a notebook because it's your, it's your, it's your it's way your Bible. To, it's, no, it, but it's your way to like write down those thoughts, you know, like right. a recipe Ide- that you yeah. come up with recipe or a flavor ideas, combination that you want to make. Ideas. Yeah. Even, I mean, most of the time I just write mine on scrap pieces of paper that I find around the house and I shove them in my pocket until I can get upstairs and put them away. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I have a notebook now that I have for school. So it's very like, it feels accurate. I was like, yeah, that's, yeah, that, I have that same thing. Um, even the bakers that I work with at um, my job, they have these notebooks that they have all their recipes written down in. And I learned this at school is like, when you become a pastry chef, you take, your recipes are not always your own. All of the mm-hmm. recipes you have are taken from every other business that you've been to because then when you go in for an interview to be a pastry chef and they say okay well show me what you can bring to the table and if you don't have a binder of recipes Mm -hmm. that may not even be your own they will not hire you right because they essentially it's it's almost like this game to see which recipes are better like you're going to make their thing and then you're going to make your stuff and see which one is better Mm -hmm. like my teacher she was like yeah no when i interview a pastry chef if they do not have their own recipes to bring to the table I'm not hiring them because that tells me that they didn't care enough or they didn't pay attention enough to like want to use those like it didn't matter enough you know and I was like it's like obviously there's going to be recipes that are like yours and you're not going to share because it's like a trade secret or a family thing but I feel like there's I'm sure you can back me up on this is that for the most part there's just like general recipes that yeah, every like, bakery at my use at school for like cupcakes or cookies or at school our recipes whatever. are given out to everyone like every mm-hmm. single person who's in that program has the recipes and we take them they're, they're ours we don't there's no worry about like you don't like, have to give them it, back even though it's like so-and-so school's coffee cake i have that recipe i can make it and i could make it for my own home like mm-hmm. i can make it for my own business it doesn't matter unless it's genuinely says like top secret not allowed out of the store right. secret recipe you don't it, it you right. don't touch that but like it's like i'm sure at your job you have some recipes that your boss is never gonna the majority well, okay so the majority of our recipes are secret like it, like our signature cookie recipe and our signature right. bread and whatnot it's like the only ones that know it are the ones who are making it to be fair though i have been known to like go in the back and like if somebody's like hey what's in this i go i go into the back i go into the baker's area and i scrummage through all the recipes to see because i know where the recipes are i've been in the bakery i don't think bonnie cares as much to but be also, fair people do like to know what are in things before but see they eat but it. that's the thing so here here's what it is is normally I mean, I get people at the movie theater asking me what's in the oil well normally what with. happens is somebody will ask they'll be like hey does this um cake have uh you know soybean oil in it or something whatever that's and, what our oil is. Soybean and oil. so what happens is everyone will go, oh, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Let me let me ask. And Bonnie won't be there, so she can't answer the question. Or maybe she doesn't know because she doesn't make it. So then they'll turn to me and they'll go, Annika, what's in this? And I'm like, give me one second. So I run up to the bakery. I open the, the box and I start going through all the recipes. I'm like, okay, it's not in this one. Okay. And I pull it out and I look down. I'm like, okay. And I let them know. And then it's, you know, it's good. But also, like, I have several of the recipes that I have that we have at work. Because sometimes I'll talk to my boss and I'll be like, hey... I want to make this what do you think would be a good version to do this she go well haven't you looked at our recipes yet and i'm like no i'm not a baker <laughs> she'd be like oh just take a picture and i'm like okay sure why not so like it's pretty you know it's accurate and so i love that he had a notebook because i was like yes that is me that is what i do i love that i'm sure your boss has a notebook too not somewhere her, the bakers all have notebooks and the the, okay. sh- the cooks have notebooks but i don't think bonnie does it's not like a thing that she does mm-hmm. she's not in the bakery enough to do that gotcha 
Um, but also, and I pointed this out in the, in the last movie too, I don't know people that actually wear long sleeves in the bakery. Like, I, what if they like wear them, but then well, they like push the That's the thing. Up. So at my school, at least all of us in the baking program have short sleeve or have like three quarters. Yeah. They, well, they go to our elbows. So that's how long the sleeve is. It's a short sleeve, but it goes to our elbow. Um, and then the, uh, the cooking, the, the culinary students have long sleeves that they all roll up mm-hmm. until they go up to like three quarter length, maybe elbow length. Like, so it kind of depends, I guess, but I think most practical bakers don't wear long three quarter tight mm-hmm. sleeves. Cause they can get caught in stuff. It's not even that. It's or... just inconvenient. It can get, you can get hot and sweaty. Well, cause you're doing a lot like there's quite a few recipes where you have like a giant bowl scraper in a bowl and you're going into it with your arm and mixing which means like even if you have a short sleeve it's gonna get on it yeah you could you know have if there's like stuff on your shirt but also like wearing a sweater like no uh uh-uh i can barely handle it in my work in my school uniform as is like Mm -hmm. it's hot i mean it's like it's not as much at like my job like there is we have a long sleeve and short sleeve yeah. shirts i only have a short sleeve i have like three different short sleeve shirts because yeah i have some have some have the old logo on them um but i never got long sleeve shirts when i started there i don't know why i did i got one um but i, I there are some of my coworkers that have long sleeves and i'm like i could never wear yeah, a long no, it's sleeve just, in concessions because it just it gets so hot it's in and i'm everything. gonna end up rolling the sleeves up anyway yeah that's the so thing I is i guess i can't imagine wearing a long sleeve while baking no i like, guess it, around all those hot yeah no no i guess stoves. it depends on who you are and what you're doing but in my opinion a long sleeve in the bakery is the worst thing you could do long sleeve and tight clothes like oh yeah you want to like, be able to move <laughs> yeah it's just weird but at least maybe that's just me clothes that aren't too tight but also not like baggy and no, no 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 yeah no um nice fit clothes nice fitting clothes yeah um <laughs> but like that's just like me being picky i was like i saw them wearing long sleeves and it wasn't even the long sleeve that got me it was like the fact that it was like a sweater yeah. i was like that's so heavy and so warm but whatever you do you i guess um it's a cute movie though like it is a- aside from all the technical little technical on things, my part yeah aside nobody from else all the, aside from all the nitpicky things from Annika's. nobody end, else has problems with this it's but, a cute movie um okay but one of the best parts is, um, first of all, they go on a, on a picnic, which is really cute. Love it. Um, and also they're in Bruges. So it's like Europe. It's, you know, exotic for her. She's like, oh, this is crazy. She's trying new things. Yeah. Um, and then they have like this, um, well, we mentioned Brittany Bristow. Okay. So she is the best, sort of plays the best friend, um, Marie um, and she runs the, the place where Emma is staying at during this whole thing. And then um, there's a bunch of other, like, couples on mm-hmm. this thing that are all but staying in the same place. There's a moment when, essentially, Luke doesn't believe in what Emma wants to do for their project. And he, she, okay. so they have a moment, essentially, where she is like, okay, well, let me make you this and then we'll see. He's like, okay. So they make up cupcakes and Maria is like, oh, we well, have to have a proper cupcake tasting kind of thing. <laughs> So she sets up this whole like atmosphere and it's in this super room. cute. It's adorable. Um, and I was like, yeah, she's literally like, no, me. no, no, you need to sit down. You need to sit next to each other. Yeah. It's bad luck to, to pick your own cupcake. You have to pick one for each other. Yeah. And it was super cute. Um, and then we also meet the competition that's in the movie um, from Luke's perspective, which is Max. Max owns another chocolate shop. That's a lot more successful than yeah. 
Because uh, Max's Luke's. is very much, and I I think I wrote this down, it's that it's the difference between, um, I feel like, oh, hold on, I wrote. Luke's is more of like a mom and pop shop, mom and pop style well, shop, whereas hold on. Max's is more of like a factory produced. Yeah, so it's the difference between, I know I wrote it, hold on. <laughs> Okay, I guess not. <laughs> sure. Um, essentially, though, it's the difference between um, mechanical or like mechanical and machine. Like, because when you're, there's a difference in the way a product is made by your hands versus by a machine, mm-hmm. right? Like, I feel like a lot of it is like you can taste in a certain there's way. There's that too, but also like, yes, by machine is more efficient because it just gets it done. But there's and no love. Not even that. It's that. If that machine breaks down and you don't know how to do it from mm-hmm. scratch, then you're up you're a creek without a paddle. Like, yeah. you don't know what to do. And, like, my um, my bread teacher at school, she was like, I've gotten so many jobs because I know how to make baguettes by hand. Mm-hmm. And I do now, too. So, just saying. You guys need a bread baker. I got you. Um, but, like, it just, it seemed so, when, like, when you see Max's shop, it seemed so un- uninspired yeah it seemed very like there's even there's even a scene where he goes down into where all the chocolate is being made and there's like you can see the machines in the back churning out all these Mm -hmm. chocolates you can see all the workers you know walking around and he like picks up one of the chocolates he doesn't even taste it and he's like this is no good yeah we need to you know keep going and the The workers like okay like what are you serious and he's like this needs to be perfect it's like he doesn't even taste it he's not involved yeah in the process of creating this chocolate yeah, exactly you know? um whereas when we see luke or when we see, yeah when we see luke and emma um they have a moment where he's teaching her how to temper the chocolate um now when they show them tempering the chocolate i was very excited because <laughs> they do it the way that you see most chocolatiers do it which is you have a marble slab and you have the chocolate poured out onto it and you have a long like long straight edge spatula and then like a so it's essentially what you use for um like spackling walls like those mm-hmm. straight edges and you're essentially just like flipping the cho- you're you're flipping the chocolate essentially you're just scraping it up and splatting it back down but you're moving it across this marble slab back and forth so it kind of cools down the chocolate and it evens out the temperature without it going over. You know, it's, it's weird. But it's really, te- it's technical, but also really simple. Like, when you think about it. Um, it's and like the movements are very simple, but it requires a certain type of yeah. technique and so, to do it right. And so when you see them doing this, there's the moment, which is in every rom-com, yeah. where his arm, where he comes behind her to show her the proper way to do it. And he holds onto her Basically hands. Basically hugging her from behind. Yep. And I was like, Perfect. yes. And one of my favorite moments is when they're they're talking about something I don't remember exactly. And she's essentially just like, it's just chocolate. And he just acts, so, he's just like, oh. He does like the, does he do like the hand on the heart? Yeah, thing? he does the feigned, like the feigned hurt. He's just like, oh. Oh, you wounded Chocolate. Me. And I was like, yeah, I love it. It's like, never say that to somebody whose profession is chocolate. Exactly. And <laughs> then, okay. um chocolate. And like, during this whole thing, Emma is talking to max like she and max have this because they, they relationship run into each now, other you know? but of course she doesn't know who, who he, he is, is to luke yeah. like he doesn't know that she, or she doesn't know that there's some a rivalry there yeah. and i think it's really funny is that we were watching because we've seen this before but it's been a few years since we've watched it so we obviously didn't remember everything and it was one of the moments after 
I think after Emma and Max meet and Annika is like, I'm, I, I bet that, that him and Luke were like childhood friends and all this kind of stuff. And then like a couple minutes later, Max mentions that him and Luke were friends. When yeah. They, they, were they like grew up together. And I was, and like, I was <laughs> like, Annika, you're funny. I, oh man. They just had that like childhood best friend turned rivals kind of vibe. Like yeah. they were best friends. And then all of a sudden, like they both got into chocolate got into chocolate but then you know max wanted to do it for the money yeah and, all that kind and of stuff. luke wanted to do well, it for his own you know for right his family. Well, we know we find out fairly early on in the movie that uh luke's uh store his shop is not doing well yeah he's not getting as much business so he's you know not making as much money yeah and so max wants is to offering buy to buy it from him and luke is like no i'm not doing that yeah. this is my family's legacy i'm not gonna sell yeah, it yeah of course no and, matter what and also, with all of this, with Max and the competition, um, Luke and Emma start hanging out. You know, they start hanging out outside of the chocolate shop. And in turn, Luke starts to get jealous because of Max. Because um, Max is obviously trying to get with Emma. Yeah, which, I mean, it's Lacey Chabert. I'd I try mean, and get with Emma, too, man. Let's be real. She's gorgeous. Um, she and hasn't I, aged. No, she, really. I think our brother came home while we were watching that movie, and he pointed out that she hasn't aged no, at all. at all. Um, and uh, it was really cute because at one point during, um, after Luke and Emma kind of have this falling out, of, just a little bit because of Max, um, the prince and princess visit the shop to meet the bakers or meet the, the chocolatiers. Um and they're super cute. They're, like, adorable. They're adorable. Especially um, the fiancé, yeah, the bride. He, he, she's adorable. Um, <laughs> and they have um, they have this moment where they're talking to them, and uh, Emma's getting some in, info on what they should do, and they make a plan, and they... they she great. basically finds out, like, the story of how they met, fell yeah, in love, and And they that use that to their advantage um, to later. To create the best chocolate. Yeah, and you can tell that Luke is super insecure about his chocolate shop and about Emma and about all of it and they have these moments where they try and talk and they just can't really quite get on the same page you know mm-hmm. um, and one of my favorite things uh, I think it's let me see because I kind of sometimes I just write like my thought without actually noting what happened yeah so because like I just wrote like Luke is insecure. Max is an ass. She's in love. Marie and Liam. And I don't know what scenes those were, so... Well, I think that the Marie and Liam scene that was, was probably... the shopping spree thing. Yeah, when they run into Liam. Liam is, he's like a... He owns like a wine yeah. shop or whatever, so he provides a lot of wine for the area and like yeah. the castle and everything and to the hotel that Marie owns. And so him and Marie are friends and Emma's like, yeah, you should go for that. You know, he's really cute. You two would be cute. And so then she like kind of like... They run into him while they're out, and she's like, yeah, no, go go talk to him, go hang out, you know? Yeah, um, and what's really sweet is, um, well, okay, one of my favorite, like, tropes, um, and I know, and okay, we were watch you were watching a video earlier today with um, Cinema Therapy, yeah, where sure. they essentially were talking about, like, they mentioned at one point, like, tropes that they don't like, right? Yeah. And one of those is miscommunication. So I know there's a lot of people that have an issue with miscommunication trope. And here's my thing. The way that it's done is so overdone that it it's is. just annoying. Um, and this they is, should use it for humor purposes, which would be yes, way better. This is one of those moments um, that people probably, a lot of people do not like, which is the um, miscommunicated 
date scenario that we have. So mm-hmm. usually it's the main couple are not a couple yet. The, you know, person A gets asked out by person C says yes, not really knowing it's a date. Person B sees them from afar even if it's... even if person A is breaking is like calling it off with person right. C being like sorry no I don't feel that way about you person, person B C. doesn't realize that they think oh they're on a date she's in love with somebody else guess I got to call it quits and then they leave not bothering to approach and be like hey what's going on or hey how are you guys doing funny seeing you here mm-hmm. just go up to them and be like wow man this is crazy seeing you guys here you guys on a date to be like, fair Max did have his arm or his hand on Emma's arm, which, you know, does look like an intimate but moment. But to be fair, that's in everything. Yes. Every misconstrued date moment that you see, it's going to be person A and C standing there with person C's arm on person A or hand on person A's arm and person B standing back from the side just being like, dang, I was too late and walking away. And then, I mean, I'm sure it's happened in real life. I'm sure it's happened. I, I'm sure it has too. But also, because of that, we get them, Emma and Mac, or em, Emma and Luke kind of falling out about it. Mm-hmm. Him essentially being like, no, yeah, you're fine. You don't, you know, it's, it's okay. Because as, what happens is Max, during this date, right, Max asks Emma to be her, his date to the gala that's happening, which is where the big um, ceremony for the competition is happening. Um, and she essentially tells him, sorry, I can't. I'm going with Mac. Or going with Luke. And he's like, oh, he asked you? I didn't realize. And she's like, no, no, no. He didn't ask me. I just, me, you know, but... we agreed that we were going to go, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, oh, okay. That's great. But then she starts doubting it. Well, because I think that Max says something to her about Luke. Yeah. And so she doubts, like, oh, does he really want to go? And so then she talks to Luke. Um, and they kind of have this bit, this moment where they both want to say something, but neither one of them do. So it's that... It's that moment where they start saying something and then they go to the one goes to walk away and then they both stop and turn back to each other and then say, oh, uh, I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'll see you later. And then they walk away and never talk about it. And I'm like, guys, 30 seconds. That's all it takes, please. Um, but here's the thing. I can understand where Luke is coming from because he's already in competition with. Max. Max for the chocolatier True. thing. And there's clearly some, you know, animosity there between them already. And then you bring in Emma and he could tell from the get-go that Max is into Emma and he's worried. And he knows that Emma's leaving soon. Yeah. So he's like, you know, what am I supposed to do exactly. if she looks to be interested in this guy, you know? Yeah, so it's 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 hard. Um, which also then leads to one of my favorite moments in the movie. Mm. So the so gala good. happens. Max and Luke both show up. Not a fan of Max's outfit. Not the best. But of course, they both have that, where's Emma? I thought well, she was with you. No, I thought she was with you. Yeah, and they're both just kind of like, wait, what? Okay. And then she shows up. And I love it because the second she shows up, Luke sees her and he realizes that it was a miscommunication. And so then he goes over to her mm-hmm. and Max doesn't say anything. He lets it be. He's like, all right. He, he kind of realizes, okay, I've lost. Yeah. And so then Luke goes over to her and gorgeous red dress, by the way. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Um, and they have this really sweet moment where he apologizes and they he explains and they, they talk about it. They reconcile. Yeah. Um, they dance. And okay, one of the best lines to come out of this movie, mm. and I want, I want it like printed on something, <laughs> is just her saying, I love you more than a smidge. Now, 
this is significant, okay? Because throughout the movie, she's one of these bakers who is like, it's a, it's more than a tad, but less than a smidge. And it's, or it's more than a dash, but less than a pinch. Like, yeah. she's one of those people who, like, I get it, because I'm that way with, like, salt sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah, I, just, I don't measure salt. It, I mean, sometimes you have to. Bread, you have to. But a lot of the time for, like, baked goods, I'm kind of like, it's whatever to it's going to be. I don't put salt in my cookies. Yeah. Even though the recipe says to put salt, I never you do. You have to. You should, but she, I never do, and they taste fine. I know. Mom but never they did. they taste better with salt, and I, will, and I know, I know. They taste fine. Um... But so it was really sweet and just like the looks on their faces. I was like, yes. Um, and then, of course, the competition is happening still. Um, well, the, er, the, the competition the, has ended. Yeah, the chocolates, they, it was a separate day that they brought the chocolates to be uh, judged. To be judged. And so then the gala is a different night where yeah. they announce the winner. And funny, you know, funnily enough, and you know, of course, surprise, our surprise. Main characters win. Yes, they win, and it's super sweet. And if, and then he asks her to stay. He, you know, he, you know, he tells Which her is a big deal because in the beginning of the movie, um, her boyfriend, he like got a a job or a promotion or something, and so he was moving like three hours away or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, "It's three hours away. I I can't." Move yeah, three but the hours fact that she's everything. willing to move to Bruges. For a man, like if you are willing to move across the con- the across well, the, I mean, the world well, for a man, I think she mentioned. She it. mentioned well because she mentioned because her I think her grandmother yeah. moved across the ocean to be with her grandfather. Yeah. So it's like to her, it's like my grandparents were willing to move across the ocean for love. Yeah, and now I'm feeling that too. You yeah, know? she was like my grandparents were willing to do this, but I can't even move three hours for right. someone. So you know, it's and it was really sweet. Um, so, you know, surprise, surprise, they win, they, she stays, they, they're together now. You know, and it like, shows a flash forward, which is my favorite Oh, thing. it does, that's right, doesn't I forgot. It? Yeah. Is that, I, I'm does it show sure a flash forward? I'm sure they show a flash forward, because it's like, the, or maybe, now you're making me question. I think you're thinking of the final movie no, that we I watched. No, I swear this one has a flash forward, because doesn't it show them in the chocolate Oh, it does, yeah, you're right, you're right. it shows them in the chocolatier again. Yeah. It, in the chocolate shop. Again. Yeah, it does, yeah. Okay, I'm thinking of this, the, the third movie, too. I was yeah, like, I'm Wait. pretty sure that it's, a, like, a one-year-later thing or something, or, like, a six-month Yeah, later. I don't I don't think it's a year later, but I do know it's a little flash-forward because it shows them in the chocolate shop. Yeah. And, obviously, this movie is set in on Valentine's Day. Like, yeah. it's set during Valentine's week, or the couple weeks leading up to it. Because I think the gala is Valentine's the, yeah, Day. Yeah, it's, it's the Valentine's Day ball, or it's the Valentine's gala, you know. Um, so definitely a, a good watch. Like if you guys are looking for a cute Valentine's Day movie for Hallmark, this one is mm-hmm. definitely it's up definitely there. definitely a cute one. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it already, I don't know why you listen to us tell you everything that happens, but hey, maybe you're one of those people that doesn't care mm-hmm. what to hear and then you just go watch it anyway. I tend to be one of those people. Although to be fair, we've said this before, with Hallmark, Really, the only thing that you can be spoiled about for Hallmark movies is both finer details because you know how it's going to end, typically, yeah. like nine out of ten times. I, there's, I'm sure there's a rare Hallmark movie out there. I think probably like the movies and mystery ones would be no, the ones no, that don't. No, because, um, let's see, there was Best Friend, Bo- no, not Best, uh, there was that's From Friend a, to Fiance. That's not a movies and mystery one. No, 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 I'm talking about just like ones that surprised us. No, I that, mean like, uh, what, what I mean is that with Hallmark movies... You can usually predict the, the where it's going to end. You know that the main characters, the ones on the cover, okay, are going to yeah. end up together. True, so, true. Really, okay. the only thing that could be spoiled would be any. And that's twists what I was talking turns. about. Those those twists and turns that you don't expect, which is like with from friend to fiance and oh, all that one wrecked, love and that one. those ones are like who? Oh, 
How about how about um was it the 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 one the one kiss the the wait that one which one with uh Krista Rodriguez and uh and oh ha- oh 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 and yeah Ra- yeah 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 that um, one the the one one one, one kiss is all it takes I don't know if that's right no no it's uh just one kiss yeah just one kiss something like that, that. one that okay. one wrecked us that one wrecked us the ending. Goddess, if you have not seen that one, we're not going to say it. I highly recommend watching it. Oh like, my gosh. It's so cute. I and loved it. It was a huge shock. Like, it, when it, you watch it, it you're going to be like, oh I, wow. Honestly, with how much, how many Hallmark movies we've seen, yeah. I'm surprised we did not catch it. I mean, so, I'm, to be I'm, fair though. I'm only slightly surprised because like, af- like after you watch it and then you realize the ending and then you think about it, you're like okay it makes that a makes lot sense more sense why it's like that because otherwise this doesn't make a whole lot of sense yeah. here so, so it's, it's just like it's really that good. one got us but so good anyways yes anyways back um, to valentine's yes okay so the second one that we decided to watch is very very valentine i have seen this one jillian had not you had not seen this one which one is this danica mckellar no i've seen this one no you hadn't this was the one with the rose i thought you said you hadn't seen it no i have Girl, because I'd know seen anymore. it years ago. Okay, well, we I remembered more of it than she did. Because we will watched say that. it with mom. That is true. So this one was Danica McKellar and Cameron Matheson. Who and I Dan- love both of them. Danica McKellar is another one that's been in many, many Hallmark and okay, movies. And if you love. don't know Danica McKellar, she is an incredible mathematician, mm-hmm. but also she was uh, Winnie on uh, The Wonder Years. And her dad is okay, so cute. No, it's so funny because <laughs> years so ago, okay, year, a couple years back, we were watching the show. Um, uh, Project MC Squared oh my gosh. on ne- Netflix. Don't even, I love that show. It's so cheesy, but because I love Danica it Because so Danica McKellar much. is in it. She plays the quail. Okay, the quail. Honestly, I've seen the whole show. I know, I haven't. I love it. I so love it. So she's in that, and I remember watching it, and he comes out, and he goes, he goes Is that Winnie? Yeah, he goes, he goes, yeah, that's Winnie. And I was like, who? He's like, Winnie from The Wonder Years. Um, the Dana- Danica. And I was like, and I started, I think, I don't think you were there at this point, but Probably not. He, he said that. I, I just kind of went, I was like, no, Annika. Because <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, what are you talking about? What? Who? Because <laughs> I had no idea who this was. And then he was like, no, Danica McKellar. I was like, okay. And so, like, we talked about it. Yeah. And so uh, here's the thing. Her and Lacey are two actors that started acting when they were children or when they were fairly young. Yeah. And they're still good. Yeah. Like, they're not, you know how, you know, there's some child actors that they're good because they're children. Don't even start. Don't start. You know, I want to say it. Don't start. They're good because they're children and people Mm -hmm. don't Mm -hmm. really expect children, especially like in the 80s and 90s, to be good actors, really. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they get older and they keep acting and sometimes they get better. Sometimes they just kind of stay stagnant. Mm -hmm. But Lacey and Danica are two... Would you stop? I, Lacey and Danica are two that have got like they're still great actors. Yeah, they're still really good. So like I love watching their <clears throat> and hallmarks. obviously, as you all know, if you've been with us for a while, my biggest thing about actors is their crying capability. If you can tear up, even just even just like a little wet wet tear, right, just right in the corner of your eye. I'm like, okay, you're, you're, you got something for me. That's that's Annika's gauge, yeah. If, mm-hmm. you, if you've listened to us before, you know that. that that's like her biggest I thing. I judge crying scenes so harshly. She does. it's kind of ridiculous. But it's like, I mean, to be fair, I've watched a lot of movies and shows. Right. So it's like... And, it's, and I feel like it's not that bad. Like, it, it, well, it's not that, like, 
I can't think of the right word, but, like, to judge somebody's crying in a movie or something, I feel like that's okay. Yeah. Because, like, if they're a good crier, then it keeps you in the moment. You're going to cry right along with yeah. them. It's happened to me before. There's, I've seen, I've watched movies and shows where I don't start getting emotional. Like, yeah, the scene's emotional, but I don't start crying until I see yeah. the actor start crying because yeah. they're really selling it. And then there's other actors where they just, like... Mm. Annika hates it, where they just scrunch up their face and they, make noises, but there's no and, actual tears. And it's always, like, it, it's, they kind of, they start getting this, like, I just, I, I just, I, I'm so sorry, and I don't know what I did, and they get very, like, very weepy and very, like, But there's I no, act, there's no physical uh, sign yeah. of tears, and Annika hates it. And they do that thing where, where it's just the, <laughs> and you know it, because every kid has done it. It's just the, <laughs> well, were you ever taught, were you ever told like in theater to pretend like you're laughing in crying scenes because that's what I was told Maybe. at one point I don't know like when I was told this but I remember hearing it at some point that like a technique is like when you're like on stage to like cover your face when you're like doing your crying scenes but then to laugh in a certain sense so that it sounds like you're crying I guess but mine but like some people's laughs should not right. be heard by other people yeah um but also, like, sometimes it's just, you know, sometimes your crying tells a lot about you as an mm-hmm. actor because it means that you are in that scene and you can mm-hmm. show that you're feeling that emotion. Yeah. And Lacey and Danica are two that really do that. Especially in this one. So this one has a really good scene with Danica where towards the end where there's a big moment and she's on the phone and she, you can see the tears in her eyes. You yeah. can see them on her cheeks. And I was like, girl. Because isn't she talking to the, the main, main character? Yeah. yeah. So this one is Danica McKellar, Cameron Matheson. I, I do adore him. He's a really cute actor. And I think I mentioned this before we watched it is that I'd forgotten that it was him in the movie because he's not the one that you typically would yeah. think of when you think about Hallmark movies. But also I feel like he's also not usually in the lead of Hallmark movies. Like, right. I don't see right. him usually, I don't But think. also, I feel like for this movie, like, it works because Danica, she is older. You yeah. Know? She's not old, no, but, but she's, she's older, older, so it makes sense to have a guy who looks... But also, also look I older, I feel like you know? they tend to pair up um, certain actors a lot, mm-hmm. and, and you can tell a lot of the time. Like, like Lacey and... Um, oh, what's his name? Brendan... Brendan Elliott. Yeah, Lacey and Brendan Elliott tend together. to get paired. Like, they're they're in some of the Hallmark movies and mysteries together. Oh, yeah, they have they, a series. I think they have a whole series on um, that, yeah. And then, of they're course, the you Hallmark have... the Hallmark movies. Love those movies. And then you have, like, Taylor Cole and I think Taylor and, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, he was in the Homestead. Um, Michael Rady? Yeah. Taylor, I think they were in they, that many together. They've been in a couple together. Have they? Yeah, they've been in a couple Maybe I'm just... I know there's a few of hers that but I But there's seen. also, like, there's a few. Like, I feel like, though, it's usually Lacey that gets paired I up with the same Lacey. guys. Like, Lacey and Brennan get paired up together. Lacey and, um... Oh, what's his well, name? Well, there's... There, okay. So, there's actually... There was a picture that I saw. Um, it was... For those of you who don't know, Annika and I just found out that this was a thing... This, Girl. ...a couple months ago. But Ooh. there's a, a convention in... I think it's in Jersey. Um, yeah. It's called, what was it called? Was it like Christmas Con? Yeah, Christmas Convention or something. Something. It's basically a Hallmark convention, okay? So they have all of these Hallmark stars that are at this convention, and you can go and meet them and take pictures and stuff like that, and it's fantastic, and I wish that we had been there last year. We might try to go this year. Who knows if it'll actually happen. 
Um, but anyways, but there's a picture that I saw because I follow a couple of the stars and it was basically Lacey and then all of these leading men from Hallmark and it, the caption was basically like, Lacey and all her favorite guys or yeah. something like that. Like, Lacey and all her men. Are, it yeah, was really it was funny. really was cute. Like, That's really funny because she has been in a movie with all of these exactly. guys. Exactly. And it's just so funny. And I'm trying to see um, because there are quite a few, like, pairings that usually get put together. Mm-hmm. Um, or just, like, actors that you see mainly in things. Right. Um, hold on. Let me look here because I'm really curious right now. And there's one that I'm thinking of and I cannot... Like, I can see them, but I can't think of their names now. What are they in? I, that's the thing. I don't oh. know. I have to think about it. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, romantic movies. No, duh. Um, let's see. Are you looking on the Hallmark app? Yeah. I have to, or else I'm not going to know. No, this Hallmark app, I love it so much. It's so... Well, actually, I'm just on the website itself. Oh. Well, um, the Hallmark app is really handy. I love using it. Oh, well, actually, Lacey and Will Kemp. Have been They're in a couple a together, because yeah. um, they were in the the last or the like the Christmas waltz or yeah Christmas waltz yeah that one and then obviously Love Romance and Chocolate yeah I want to say he's in Love on Safari but I don't know if that's him it might be I have it over there I can check um anyways but like there are quite a few like known actors in Hallmark stuff and Danica is one of them mm-hmm. I think Cameron has been in a few but not many that we've seen. Cameron Matheson. Oh, yeah. He's been in a few, but not many that I, I don't think we've actually right. watched. Um, this one, But he's though, great. Like, he's a great actor. This really one, like though, is one of my favorite Hallmark movies. It's really cute. It's very, very um, sweet. And obviously, it's the best friends turned lovers trope, mm-hmm. which we love and it's to the, see. And the, the guy pining after the girl. It's the, yeah. The, unre- the, he thinks it's unrequited. It's the unrequited, requited love. Yeah. Essentially, where... And it's and it happens in quite a lot of homework mm-hmm. movies, um, where, and it's usually it's usually the same way where it's the the main the two main characters and the, Maybe they were the like guy friends growing up the guy best friend f- is in love with the girl but hasn't told her because, because he thinks he doesn't that she doesn't ruin feel it. the same way. Most of the time, it's because he's like, I don't want to ruin our friendship. Mm-hmm. I like what we have, and the girl is pining after somebody else, not knowing how the, her best friend feels. Then finds out, or then starts to feel something for her best friend later. But is kind of scared about it, mm-hmm. tries to deny it. Most of the time it's because she had feelings for them previously, but didn't act on them. Right. And then and there's usually thing. some some kind of, something that happens that kind of wakes her up completely and makes her realize, I can't live without you type of a thing. Exactly. And then there's the confession, and it's all happily ever after. Exactly. And, and um, Yes, it's used all the time, but we love it anyways. Yeah. And, okay. I, my, and this is one of those times is this movie yeah and this one it's so well done it it. really is and this one um has one of also our other favorite actors from hallmark movies let me see well i think he's only been in the other one that we know of that we've seen um and it's damon runyon charles yes um so he or damon runyon yeah yeah he was in a cowboy he was in in one starry christmas which I just found out is on the Hallmark Movies Now app, which I literally was freaking out about. I, was I love that chilling. movie so much, but it's not Christmas time anymore. Exactly. So it's an amazing movie, um, but not about that one. No. So essentially, Danica plays Helen, Cameron plays Henry, which I love. I love the mm-hmm. H names. Um, and so they are best friends. She's and they're a both really, yeah, they're both really into uh, 
What was it? What, bot? Yeah, like botany, essentially. He's he's more of a botanist. She's more... She, she of, owns a flower shop, yeah. but she works it. I think she owns it. She owns it, yeah. yeah. Um, and so... The, it's essentially it's a it's a Cinderella type story. Like it's very very similar. Yeah, we didn't realize this until we were watching it yeah. the last this last um, time. Essentially, there's this whole there's this there's two big portions to it, which is the um, international flower competition and then the the gala. So the international flower competition is this big thing. You submit uh, a like a a flower that you've created or something, and you name it and you send it in, and they decide who the winner is. Um, and then there's the gala. Which is this big it's being, uh, formal black and white gala that they have at the botanical garden. At the bot- botanical gardens, which um, I think is where Henry works. Yeah, it's like an invite only thing, and Henry manages to get Helen an invitation because he's going, and he knows how much she wants to go, and he invites her. She's like, "Sure, yeah." And let me tell you, this dress that she wears, Ugh. I have it saved Legend. on my Pinterest. It is my dream wedding dress. Like, it's beautiful. Um, and so she goes with him, um, and he ends up getting pulled away for, uh, like, work-related yeah. reasons. Because they're trying, because the botanical gardens basically are losing money. Like, they're not, they don't have money coming in like they want, so they're trying to save it. They're trying to get funding to save it. Mm-hmm. And this gentleman that's there, they're trying to, like, basically pitch him the botanical gardens yeah. so that he can save it. Yeah, exactly. And during this, um, Helen meets Charles, who she doesn't know who he is yet. Like, they don't exchange names. They have no idea who the other one is. Uh, But they have this great night together. You know, they talk, they flirt, they dance, they have, you know, this wonderful conversations. Um, And then... And he actually ends up... He's wearing a boutonniere that is the flower that she created created. for Um, the competition. Exactly. And so she's like, okay, cool. So... At the end of all of this, you know, he goes, he runs off because he has to go to work thing and whatnot. She's kind of heartbroken. She's like, oh, you know, he was this wonderful man that I didn't know I wanted to know until just now kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Henry, being the sweetheart that he is, helps Helen. He's like, okay, yeah, we'll find him. Even though you clearly you can, can tell he's in love with her. Yeah, you can tell that it's like killing him inside to help her find this guy, and then to help this guy get Helen, essentially. Exactly. Like, okay, he's... so this this has happened in so many rom-coms, and it drives me insane, but I love it. So, essentially, what it is, is you have the best friend who's in love with the main character, the main character dating the, the sad dude, right? Side dude, sad dude knows nothing about main character. Best friend decides to help sad dude out a little bit by giving him some information. This information... Gets side dude, main girl. Main girl's like, oh, you know so much about me. You know all of this. Oh, I love you. And side dude's like, yeah, I love you. And best friend is sitting over here like, bro, I bought that. I should get all the credit. Like, he's like, he's like, yeah. But then he's also like, I love her. I, I don't want, want her to be her. happy. Yeah. yeah. And it's just so, oh, it's so hard every time. Because mm-hmm. uh, you know you know that it's just like it's killing him inside mm-hmm. to be doing this, and it's just mm, and, okay. And I pointed this out in this too, and Jillian hated it. Is like you can clearly tell there are not real flowers the entire movie, but like you can tell. How can I not point it out when you can tell? Flowers wilt. I don't care. They have long shooting days. Then get they're, the same damn flowers and just not, change them out. They're not gonna have 
real flowers all day, all day, all day. That's fine. They can they be are wilting. Wilt. No, because they, when you're in, work in a flower shop, you don't want to have wilted flowers. Every on flower shop has a wilted flower at least once. But you don't want to have them on display. I hate it. I hate it. So, of course, they're going to get... And, and, of course, you know, when they're, like, working, they don't want to, like, dis- like probably they don't want to ruin actual flowers. So, yeah, they're going to get fake ones that can easily be broken and replaced if something I know, happens. I guess. I just... Anyways, though. So Annika's like, very picky. I am. But, like, this whole movie is essentially Henry helping Helen get... Charles and then helping Charles get Helen, which is fine, I guess, because he's the best friend. He knows her. Mm-hmm. But it's just so hard to watch, especially when you know that um, Helen's Aunt Carol is, like, Henry's number one supporter. Like, he's, yeah. she's like, yeah, you love her. You two love each other. Let's go for it. And mm-hmm. neither of them will admit it. And then, of course, uh, you have the friend, uh, Helen's friend, who, who she works at the shop as well, mm-hmm. and she kind of starts to have a thing for Henry. She's like, yeah, you know, he's really sweet, really, really nice. We were talking and we really clicked. And then she like sees him at this little coffee shop or whatever and sits down, they start talking. And then she realizes that he's in love with Helen. And it's so cute. And it's like instantly, like her tune instantly switches. And she's like, you got to tell her how you feel basically. And and I love it because, um, when you have, I think it's, yeah, when, when Beth, who's the friend, when she's talking to Henry, she's essentially like, you know, you have to tell her, you know, why didn't you say anything? Why did you help her find Charles? And his response is just because it made her happy, which like, mm-hmm. girl, like you, oh man, heartbreak right there. Like, so, and it, okay. And it happens in everything. You know, you have that best friend who's in love and they're just like, well, it made her happy. So why wouldn't I help her? You know, mm-hmm. even, okay. And I know Jillian's seen this clip because it, it's a deleted scene from uh, from SVU. Oh, when wait. it's when uh, uh, Olivia's talking to Sonny about Amanda and about her with Al and all of this. And he straight up is just like, you know, I can't ruin anything because I, I want to see her happy. I just want her to be happy. Like, it's so, like, you know that's a good guy when they're like, mm-hmm. well, I just want her to be happy. I don't want to ruin her life by making it harder on her and making her have to decide. Like, that's... Right. And it's so good. It's so good, but so heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But anyways, you know, seeing him give up his happiness for hers mm-hmm. is like, it's one of those things where you realize, like, he's a really good guy. You know, right. he really just wants to care for her and make sure she's happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, with all of this going on, the one thing that Helen is completely oblivious to is the fact that the gardens are closing. He's yeah. never, he hasn't told her. She has no idea the only time she finds out is because Charles turns out to be the one of the lawyers helping figure out who's going to buy the gardens. He's essentially well, I, think he has, I think he has one client that he's working with that's going to buy the gardens. And they're going to develop it into like a condo or something. And so she finds out they're at a it's a wedding. Yeah, she's No. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It's something else. Well, it's some kind of like event that she's, you know, doing the flowers for and so he's there helping her. And see, she sees. No, it is a wedding. Oh it yeah, is a wedding. yeah, it's that one. Um, because I think it's the bride's, the bride, like father or uncle or something. I think it's the bride's grandfather. Grandfather is the man who they're trying to get to save, save the, gardens. The, the gardens. Um, to, to to invest in it, and, and so, so she sees <clears throat> and realizes who it is, and so she. No, that comes later because 
um, when she first finds out, because then she goes to Henry and she yells at him. Oh, that's right. So she essentially, she finds out the gardens are closing and she's pissed because Henry doesn't tell her. Yeah. Because... Charles explains, like, I thought Henry would have told you. Mm-hmm. So then she goes to Henry and talks to him. And then also, along with finding out the gardens are closing, also finds out that Henry's leaving. That he, he got, got a, a job, job in Arizona. And um, she's not happy. They're best friends, of course. So she's pissed. She's pissed that he didn't tell her. Yeah. And one of my, it's one of my favorite scenes is, you know, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing at what I wrote. Um, one of my favorite scenes is when she, he goes to comfort her and she's just like, you know, coffee's not going to make this better. And he's just like, I know. That's why I brought you hot chocolate. And they're sitting there and, you know, and they're having this moment. And she's essentially just like, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm sad that I'm losing the most important person in my life. Right. And I was like, girl, stop right now. Girl. I don't know. Hold on. I have to see. Maybe I connected it on the other page. Yeah, I think it's, like, between this moment and then them saying goodbye, I just have written down the classic sad boy moment. <laughs> Not really sure what I wrote that for. I think it was, like, the bench scene where they're sitting saying Probably. goodbye. Um, and then they do say goodbye. Um, they have a moment where um, she, he shows up at the flower shop late and he's like, hey, I my plane is, like, tomorrow or tonight or something. I have to go, but I want to come and say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And she's, of course, devastated, doesn't want him to go, but knows, like, there's nothing keeping him here, so she can't do anything about it. Uh, He has no job. Yeah. And it's really sad, because, like, you know that they just, you know that she just wants him to stay. But she's, like, she's technically still in a relationship at this point with Charles. Right, and so she can't, it's like she's not willing yet to admit how she feels about Mm -hmm. him, so she can't ask him to stay without giving him that reason but she mm-hmm. hasn't admitted it to herself yet yeah um and of course you know he still cares about helen even throughout all of this you know he's still like i'm sorry i wish i didn't have to go but mm-hmm. I, I need to go um and then this is the wedding scene so helen is doing the flowers for a wedding and charles comes along to help her you can tell he's kind of out of his comfort zone yeah um turns out that the bride's grandfather or father i think is the man that they want to save the garden so she goes over and begs him and just asks him to stay and she kind of connects the flowers to him and his wife and their of course keep going and their past and like the flowers that he chose for her corsage were flowers that reminded him of his wife you know Mm -hmm. um and of course charles when he realizes what she's doing he's like no, don't do this. Yeah. Like, I have somebody who's trying to, like, you're going to ruin this deal. But then she's like, I have to. And they have this moment where he's like, you know that I have to make a call. You know that I have to plead my case. And she's just like, I know. And one of the most amicable, amicable breaks up in any Hallmark movie is mm-hmm. them just being like, this is never going to work, right. is it? And them just both being like, no. Although I will say, the most calm and just, like, perfect breakup is in the movie Matchmaker Santa, if you guys haven't seen it, because the two main characters, uh, she's in a relationship with his boss, or with, like, his boss, and he is not in a relationship, but they, um, during the whole movie, they're, like, separated, her and her boyfriend, so she's with his, like, side, his, like, assistant guy who's in love with her, and they start having, rela- they start, like, getting close. Have I seen this? Yes, we literally just watched it. It's Lacey as well. And oh, then, that's because the one then, where they, like, get stranded yeah, in town. Because then, because then the boyfriend ends up stuck at a lodge with his ex 
who they start like kind of romancing again yeah. and then literally the, the movie ends with them like they all meet up and they both just have this moment of like yeah so yeah, yeah so. so and then so we're, we're done this is we're there's good literally we're no, good here there's literally no other conversation but like yeah so yeah so uh and then that was it i was like all right props to you guys but this movie is definitely like second in line of them just being like mm, sorry it's not gonna work love it um and then this is one of my favorite scenes because she calls henry when he's on his way he's literally in line, line at for the, the airport gate. and she calls him and she's like you know this is what happened you know i'm hoping it works just you know i i i love you i care about you i want you to stay and she's mm-hmm. begging him to stay she tells him she loves him tells him you know she's sorry she didn't realize it sooner kind of deal mm-hmm. begging him to stay and he's just like I, i'm i have to go i'm I sorry get on my plane i'll talk to you when i touch down you know and she's obviously devastated because she's like i missed my chance yeah and then there's that moment of because like through the whole movie the biggest thing for her is taking chances, which is why she went after Charles in the first place. and Because she doesn't take chances very much. Exactly. And so, um, at the end of it, when she goes back to the flower shop and she's talking to her Aunt Carol and to Beth, um, she's like, I'm done taking chances. It's stupid. I don't care anymore. You know, I just, I lost my best friend and the man I love in the same day kind of deal. Um, and then they get a call for one more order. Um... And it's a uh, Valentine's Day thing, a, you know, a bouquet. To um, be delivered to the gardens. And she's kind of just like, sure, why not? I'll do it. And so she goes and she delivers it. She shows up and who's there but Henry? Henry's there in a gorgeous suit. He turns around and he looks at her and he, she's just kind of like, what are you doing who here? Are these, this is who are crazy. these for? You know, who are these bouquets? Are these for you? And he's like, no, they're, they're for, for you. you. And this man gets down on one knee and, and proposes. proposes. They haven't even been on a date and he proposes. But to be she fair. Says yes, but to be fair. They're best friends. And you they've know? been in love. They already know everything they need to know about each exactly. other. Exactly. So it's like there's, it, it's no question. They're going to get married. And it was just so perfect. And of course, she's also been struggling this whole movie. She's been struggling to name uh, the, the rose. rose that she bred for this competition and she's like she can't think of anything and they make a point a few times of saying how normally it like naming flowers just comes so easily and so naturally to her like she never has an issue yeah, and I wrote until it down. this flower and then the two Henry and, and Helen they're like having like a conversation I don't know where they remember they, where they're at yeah. uh, they're talking and one of them brings up it's Henry uh, Henry brings up uh, some like gorge or something that so they had he brings went up, to when they were younger. Yeah, he brings up when they were in college, they went on, um, they went to this like, this river, this lake or something. Um, and it was, they went up on top of the rocks and everybody jumped off into the water Except but her. Helen. She and was the, scared. Yeah, and the only time she jumped off was when he was holding her hand. Mm-hmm. And they jumped down together and it was the, and it was like the crystal crystal lake or something yeah so she ends up naming the rose the crystal, crystal valentine, valentine rose. rose and it was super sweet and you find out also that it won the blue ribbon yeah because it has like, at the end you know it shows them kissing or like celebrating and then it does the the like the slow zoom in shot of the flower case and it shows the rose with the blue ribbon yeah and it was really really sweet and i loved it i loved every moment of it it's still one of my favorite valentine such, movies such a sweet danica I, just in general i, I love, love her. her um so, I, I think, okay, out of that one and very... Uh, Love chocolate. Lo- which one do you prefer more out of those two? Ooh, that's a tough one. I feel like I'm always partial to Lacey's movies. Yeah. Just because 
I just love all of her movies. Okay. And I feel like I've seen more more of her. Yeah, for sure. Um, to be fair, though, there is... We have also seen Crown for Christmas and Time to Come Home for Christmas. A lot. Yeah, so... Well, okay. I... Like I said, it's hard for me to choose. I feel like... I'm leaning more just because I love Lacey also, so much. And I'm there's also, um, I think, perfect, like, the perfect wedding or, like, the perfect match or something, which is Danica and um, the guy who played perfect Andy. Christmas? No, no, no. The guy who played Andy in uh, um, Eureka. Oh. That one. I don't remember the name of the movie. I don't movie. know if I've seen that It's, one. like, perfect something, perfect wedding or I something. I've seen that. And then she's also in that perfect match. Right. No, I know she's been. In, so, I know she's been. In I've a seen lot. quite a lot of hers. I'm just saying. I think I've seen more of Lacey's movies than I have. To be fair, Danica's. fair, fair. Yeah. Um, um, and I, I just, I, I she's Lacey's like my queen. one of my number ones yeah. for Mark. Um, okay. Third movie, uh, final movie was. Neither of us have seen it. No, it's um, the secret ingredient. Now, okay. So, I bought this movie when it first... Like, I bought it after it came out. It was uh, one of the double... Like, the double feature double movies. Features. Which it was paired with uh, the movie uh, You're Baking Me Crazy. Which we have also not seen. <laughs> but let me tell you, when I tell people that that's the name of a Hallmark movie, the looks they give me are just Here's baffling. the thing. There are so many Hallmark movies, they have to get creative with literally. I mean, okay, there's literally a Christmas series... Christmas movies alone. There's literally a series of Christmas movies where it's... Um, it's time to come home for Christmas. It's time to you for you to come home for Christmas. Time, it's time for, for us him, to come to him, him for to come home for Christmas. It's time to us, and it's like guys, come on. Like I it, mean, the Christmas movies alone, so many. There's so many that actually that have the word Christmas in the. title. I really just want them to name one just a Hallmark Christmas movie, and that's it. So then there's, you search it, and you're like, yeah. and then it gives you everything. Yeah. And you're like, no, no. There's. I was just thinking about this the other day because there's two movies specifically that have similar preferences and like or preferences i don't know if that's the word uh premises similar premises premises and like like that um one is called christmas next door yeah and one is called noel next door yeah and they both involve children children and well okay in one she's a single parent and the other one he's just the uncle yeah um and it's like of course they've got the the the, it's the guys, of course, that are kind of like the grouch. Yeah. You know, not really into Christmas. And then the the woman who's like super really into Christmas. And, of course, she changes his heart. Yeah. And I'm like, it's almost the same plot, but just like, and very, very similar titles. Well, just the know first what? word is different. Well, you know what? I love it so is, much. Is there's also <laughs> that, the whole thing about um, the Christmas movies that are the same when it's the... Like the sister swap and like the the city Christmas or one. Isn't that just the same movie? That's what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, it's it's literally so the way because it's the the two actors are sisters. So the the whole point of the thing is that it's the same movie, but each movie is told from the other sister's perspective, and they make cameos in each other's movies. Right. So all the shots you get are like, like you'll get. Uh, like you'll get a some point shots of view that are the same in both. There's movies. well, no, no, no. What it is is there's you get one point of view of the same shot in one movie and then a different oh, point of view in the gotcha. other movie. I haven't seen them. So, like, one movie, you'll, if they're sitting in a diner, you'll get a shot over one sister's shoulder, whereas in the other movie, you get a shot over the other sister's shoulder. Interesting. So, it's, like, very... And, and I remember because I was reading it and somebody was like, this is literally the same movie. And they were like, no, 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 no. 
it's told from two different perspectives. And I was like, it's literally the same movie. Funny. And it's Sally Stokowski. So we Sally love her. <laughs> if you guys don't know I, her, you have to I look up. Just I, look up Sally Stokowski. We're not even going to tell you who it is. Just look time, up Sally Stokowski. Every time I see her, I'm like, hey, Sally Stokowski, what are you doing here? Love her. Uh, anyways. Okay. So this movie, um, Aaron Cahill and Brendan Penny. I love Aaron. Aaron she, Cahill. Aaron Cahill is another one, another actress that I love in Hallmark movies. I always get her and Aaron Krakow mixed up. Yeah, you do. You you you've done it recently. <laughs> yeah, because they're just. I mean, they look really similar, honestly, and they're really to me. They do. Maybe it's just because their both names are Aaron. Maybe, and I think they're spelled the same way. They're literally spelled. Well, I mean, most girls, their name if their name is Aaron, E-R-I-N, it's E. R I N. And then if the guy, it's A A R O. A-A-R-O-N. 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 I called that out one time when I was working at Dairy Queen. Some guy's name was Aaron, and I called it. I was A-A-R-O-N, and I was like, mm. It's like, that's wrong. <laughs> it's not his name. Um, anyway, so it's Aaron Cahill and Brendan Penny. Um, and okay, this one was a big, it was a big thing for me, okay? Oh my gosh, this is the one you guys that I mentioned earlier that she was very picky and I had to pause okay. it because she started going You cannot blame me when this is literally what I, I go through this Monday know, through Thursday at school like every day. Literally because basically the entire movie she they're both into uh, they're both like pastry. He's, he's, a, he's, he's an a executive pastry, pastry chef. chef. Executive Whatever. pastry chef. She is a baker at she her a, own she owns bakery. Her own bakery and so the entire movie is about baking and, yeah. and all that so, stuff. So um, essentially their um their exes he their ex fiancés he went away to culinary school in Paris she stayed in her hometown to uh, run her own bakery um they meet back up and they kind of have this moment but then they're not sure what to do and then he goes to New York to help a friend uh launch his store and she gets um uh she gets uh nominated nominated selected for a uh, a baking show that she's like obsessed with it. like her and her mom they yeah it's love. called four square is it it's like four square baking four square kitchen or something no it's just like four square i think it's just like four square something like that baking competition yeah or whatever so um essentially she's into she's in this on this show but she can't tell anybody her, the only person who knows is her friend who, who is works in the bakery, in the bakery with, her. with her she's the only one who knows but she can't tell anybody because the whole point of the show is that none of the contestants know who's know on who else is on the show until like the, the last final. two yeah um and so it's four contestants yeah and it, okay so in the beginning of it you have you know you have her talking to the producers and there's an nda that they have to sign and i did write down because i thought it was going to go a different way than it went yeah um they have an nda that they had to sign saying you know we're not allowed to take pictures we're not allowed to tell anybody about it until after the show is done in my mind, because I've seen so many of these, yeah. my mind was going to either her or her friend is going to spill the beans and they're going to be kicked off the show. Mm-hmm. That On was accident, where, of course. Yeah, that was where my mind was going because that just made the most sense. Yeah. But it did go a different way, which I was yeah. pleased with. You you did... Yeah, it, it ended differently. Than I you. did call one thing out, though. Um, I, I, or I figured one thing out early. With Brett, with him and the show oh yeah don't give me that look I'm, you know pretty what I'm, sure the, I'm pretty sure the synopsis says that they both end up on the show yeah but you but you hadn't you but you weren't aware that they were going like but it didn't make sense like oh, when yeah. i said it you were like oh yeah i didn't put that oh, together yeah, 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 yeah. girl don't <laughs> you literally we literally had this conversation i know okay anyways so there were a lot of little things first of all throughout this whole movie that i was picking and a lot of some of them were good things some of them were annoying things um and a lot 
and there were a lot of annoying things actually but one a couple there were a couple things one her hair was mainly always up in the bakery which i was like okay you guys you guys did something right especially well i pointed out because in the very beginning when she first gets to her bakery and she's like in the kitchen area <gasps> the bakers oh. They've got their, like, the ladies have their hair up, the, and the guys the, are wearing these caps. They're wearing skull caps, and when I tell you, I wrote it down, I just wrote, they're wearing caps. They never work, like, there are some, there are quite a few movies where it's set in a kitchen where they're wearing, like, skull caps, but that's in a kitchen. Odds are, if you have a movie set in a bakery, they're not wearing skull caps, which I feel like, like, people don't realize that, like, you have to wear a hat, or you have to wear a hair, and your hair has to be up. Every baker that I work with in my, at my job is either wearing a bandana or a hairnet or a cap or something because it keeps it prevents hair from getting into the food. literally the number one thing you're taught when you go to school hair up out of your face under your skull cap at all times you're not supposed to touch it you're not supposed to mess with it under that skull cap until you go on to lunch and then you can touch it whatever you want but then you wash your hands like number one thing besides sandy buckets but like that's a whole other story you know so it's just like Number one thing is hair up. And the fact that, like, they were wearing skull caps, I was like, oh, this is the best day of my life. This is wonderful. And then they just kept ruining it. <laughs> Once the competition show started, they started ruining it. Okay. And I had to point this out to Annika because in the first round on the show and when they're doing their competition, the first round, they give them two hours to create their dessert. And Annika was like, Two hours is not long enough because okay. they have to have because it has to have time to do this and this and this and this. I'm like Annika, if you watch any other like these baking competition shows, at least the ones that I've seen, I feel like they typically give them like two I, hours. I, don't know, I guess maybe, it depends on the show. That's what I'm I, saying because I know that like with Nail that they usually give them like an hour and a half to two hours maybe depending on what they're making. Um, they don't usually give them more than like two hours. Um, and then, but I know there's another show, another competition I, show that I watched where I think they gave them longer because it was, oh, it was, I think it was on Netflix, I think. Um, cause it was, it was a timed competition, obviously, but they get a certain amount of time for the first round and then whatever, whenever they finish, whatever time is left at the end gets added to their, to their time for the next round. So then they have that extra bit of time. Yeah, I know, but, like... But I think on. that, like, when they start the round, they still only have, like, two hours at the max. Let's see. I just, like... Because Annika's like, it just doesn't make sense that it'd be enough time. Be, okay, because, like, there are certain things... And, okay, this one drove me nuts. Okay. <laughs> you cannot make good macarons in two hours. Because, okay, it takes a bit to get the fold right when it comes to folding the, the batter. Then... They have to rest for 30 to 60 minutes if you want them to turn out right. Not 61 minutes, not 29, 30 to 60. Any longer than that, they start deflating and they are bad. Then you have to bake them, which takes like 18 to 20 minutes, okay? So you've already wasted, let's see, 60 to 80 minutes on all of that, plus the 10 minutes it takes to make them. So uh, 100 minutes, I don't know, but like, no. <laughs> because then they have to cool. And like... And of course, the the main character went in her first her first. She has uh, mini thing. macarons. She has these little Mickey 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 macarons, mini macarons that she's putting on this cookie cake that she made. Cookie cake is accessible. I I like it's you can make that in two hours. But That's fine. Then you got the mini macarons, unless. Unless the mini macarons were pre-made. Okay, that's one thing. And they thing. were like, and like, because you know how sometimes you'll have like, they'll have like pre-made stuff, pre-made that you can just use and throw in there. Yes, that's fine. I understand that. If that's the case, 
is it a little bit more acceptable? Yes, it is. It is. Kay. Because they're pre-made. They're ex- it's acceptable because they can last a few days. But, like, the, and the, she made but them- in the finale, in the finale of the show, she makes macarons for her cake. Or, no, no, it's not no, the... No, she doesn't. She does cake pops for the... Not the finale part. That's the second round. Oh, yeah. The, the finale... The second, finale round, she makes the cake. She doesn't make macarons. She puts macarons on it. No, he does. No, she does. No, he does. No, she... No, he doesn't. I'm pretty sure he does. He does not. I'm Because his is white with all these flowers yeah, on it. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he has, Hers. like, these, like, goldish macarons no. that he puts. Yes. Hers. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. No. No. Because yes. <laughs> hers has, like, the stripes, it has the gold, and it has macarons on it that I'm, she says she made. I'm pretty sure that it was him. I'm, like, 90% sure it's not. Anyways. I'll check later. Anyways. Like, you could not viably make macarons you, in two hours. You can't make a cookie cake and decorate it and make macarons and put everything together yeah, in two hours. That's, that's not, what you're saying. Yeah, it just doesn't seem possible. I guess, like... Maybe it is. I haven't been in that situation, but like from what I've learned, do, you would not do well in a timed baking. No, I, I'd be okay if I. You no, know, here's the thing. I'd be more okay now that I'm in school because we do have a select time for what we do. But it, it's just like I don't know. It bugged me. I was like, two hours does not seem like enough time. Like three. Okay, the finale they had three hours, and they both made a three tiered cake, each of those tiers with at least four layers in it. And they had fondant on her cake. I know she had fondant on that cake. They I could, could see the, it. The fondant could have been pre-made. But it still takes Sometimes. time to roll it out because that stuff is not... Is, I guess. That stuff is not so. pliable in the beginning, okay? I guess so. I, like, I cannot tell you how much it drives me nuts. So what you're saying is that when they make these movies, they need to think about what the characters are making. Yes. How long it's going to take to make that. Yes. Yes. And to then set the timer accordingly. Yes. Or. So that it's it's believable that they can make that in that amount of time. Or even do us one better and have it be like an actual competition baking show where, like it happens on Great British Bake Off all the time. It happens on Nailed It. It happens on all of these ones where they'll start something and they don't have enough time to finish it. So then they have to leave it out and that deducts points from their final product. That's what we, that, what's hap- that, that's happened to us before at school. Mm. Like, if we have all these things, like, my first term we had to make, our last practical was a cake with a filling and then a pastry case product. And there were some of us who did not get things done in time, so they weren't on our final product. And we got docked points for that. Like, it happens. That's fine. It, like, I just, and also, I feel like it just, I, I don't know, bugged me, okay? It <laughs> bugged me. So, basically, if you're going to make a movie about baking, do it right. And also, okay, the thing that drove me nuts at the very beginning is the very first thing you see with, uh, with the main character, uh, what was her name? Uh. We literally just watched it. Kelly. Thank you. Because it's Kelly and, uh, Adam? No. Andrew. Yeah. Andrew. Andrew. The very first, one of the very first moments you see Kelly, she's talking to a neighbor and she's just like, yeah, your typical dozen lemon bars. Fine. Dozen lemon bars. No problem. As long as they're made the night, like the lemon bars are typically made like a couple days in advance because then they sit in the fridge and you use them up Mm. to the couple days. And then she's like, make it two dozen. I'm like, girl, no, no, no. You want a dozen? Fine. But you want a two dozen? Girl, you are paying an extra shipping and handling fee. I do not care (laughs) if I have to walk them to your house. Like, No. Like, you order these a day in advance at least. I, oh man. And like, 
like rush orders too. Like I hate rush orders. They're the worst things to get. And it's just like, there's so many little things. Like she's gracious. She's a gracious owner for being like, yeah, I'll make this rush order by five tonight when it's obviously like eight o'clock and you want me to make a cake a, and a, then a bunch of other desserts. Yeah. Like girl, it's going to take a little bit for of time. a party for her ex. Yeah. Which that was, oh, that what was. What I loved with that is that because obviously, you know, her ex is coming home. He hasn't been home in like five years because he's been in Paris working and studying yeah. and whatnot. And so he comes home. He's going to be there for a few days before he goes to New York. And so, of course, his family's throwing him a party. But he's like, I hate surprises. But he knows that it's happening because it's his sister. And, of course, uh, Kelly and her friend, they bring all these desserts. And, of course, Kelly's trying to leave mm-hmm. at every chance she can get. But then the sister, who I don't remember, I think it's like, what's her name? I don't remember. I do not um, remember. Anyways, her his sister is like trying to do everything she can to keep Kelly there so that she'll be there when Andrew shows up and she is and then of course they do the see each other from across the room everybody mm-hmm. else is watching and it was really because it's one of those small towns so it's like everybody knows everybody yeah um I don't think they ever explicitly say it but that's like the vibe that you get yeah and okay one of the cutest moments and Jillian I had to re- do say it's a small town actually yeah one of the cutest moments, Jillian pointed it out, and she had to replay it. I did. When they show up at the bakery being like, hey, by the way, you were nominated and you won. You're a contestant now. And she's just like, the the camera lady's like, uh, and I bet you know why I'm here. And Kelly just goes, "I, I was, uh, you would lose that bet. But it's like, she, the way that she says it, it is was just so, so cute. cute. I had to like rewind it and it watch it It was super, super cute. Um, and again, in this movie, they're wearing long sleeves. Which, like, I, sure, I guess, but just... Why? Why would you risk getting your shirt dirty like that? Like, that's just asking to get chocolate mousse all inside your sleeve. Yeah. Ugh, no. I already don't like the feeling of mousse as it is sometimes. So, like, no, yeah. no, no. Um, so, basically, Kelly, she ends up, you know, going to New York. But she has to... She can't tell her, her family. Yeah. So, she's like, yeah, I'm going to this other place for, a like, a... Convention. Like, a, a baker convention thing. And, of course, her mom is like, oh, I'll come with you. And she's like, no, you can't. Yeah. Uh, there was only one spot left. And so, it's all sold out. And, okay, okay. So, this is the moment where, um, when me and Jillian were watching it, okay, this whole thing is happening. She's creating this cover story, okay? Mind you, the show is going to be set in New York. That's where they're, that's where they're filming it. The second that she starts making up cover story, I kind of turned to Jillian. I was like, Jillian, I was like, he did. I was like, he doesn't have a friend in New York. And she was just like, what? I was like, <laughs> he's making it up. I was like, he's totally lying because they're not allowed to tell people about the competition show. Yeah, so he's lying to them. So that way they don't know why he's really going to New York. And she was just like, oh, she was just like, oh, okay. No, I, I no, Okay. Now that you say it, I get it. And I was like, yeah. It's like, yeah. I know he was in the competition, but it didn't really dawn on me until right, that moment. Right. I was like, well, that, oh. that's kind of like how it was for me too. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course you got the whole, basically the entire movie is the two of them on this show competing, mm-hmm. but they don't know that the other person is there, so, but then they keep like, they run into, into they other. run into each other for the first time in New York and they're both just like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. So they give each other the lie and then they, they start uh, like catching up with each other and kind of mm-hmm. re, you know, rekindling re, the romance. reacquainting themselves with each other kind of a deal. Yeah, and, and they both have, because each contestant, because there's four contestants, each one has a producer from the show assigned to them to make sure that they get where they're supposed to go and that none of the other contestants see them and all that kind of stuff. And so they're both out walking with their specific 
uh, producer, mm-hmm. and of course the producers have to pretend like they don't know. Oh, each that other. was so funny because the so second funny. it happens, we were like, oh, oh, because at this point, at this point that this moment's happening, you they don't she we te- aren't supposed to know that he's on the show, but they, there's a moment when they do like when they show Kelly, and then it shows the other three contestants, when but it it's shows like, like a, it's like the like the a dark silhouette, silhouette, but you know that's you him. Know him, you know it's him. So it was um, just really funny, but like so, so then of course they all go out to dinner. And, and um, one of the best moments in the movie is when she's sitting down, she's just like, I, just, I feel a little underdressed. And he just goes, he goes, nah, you're kidding. You look beautiful. Uh, you, uh, you look good. And I was like, No, Boy. he says beautiful. He almost says the no, four. He, he doesn't says say the, the four. Yeah, he does. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, because he's just like, yeah, you look beautiful. Um, no, he says, you look beautiful. I'm, you look, you look he nice. He does not yes, say the full he word. Does. He literally, I'm literally gonna, because it's no, in the preview. No, it's fine. No. It's fine. No, because you're gonna start, you're gonna keep arguing it's with me. It's fine. I'll look, I'll look at it later. It's fine. No. Annika, it's fine. Anyways, okay. They have this moment and it's really cute. And Brenda and Lori are their producers, right? They're super fun. Um, and it's just so funny because they're like, you can tell that they want to, that they you can tell that they like they're not supposed to know each other and it's just the way they react to it um and then of course there's tension at the lunch at their little luncheon because they start talking about him in paris and how he went to school there and, and of she course kinda, they, they both make remarks about, yeah she makes a quip about him going to paris and he makes a quip about her staying and not coming after him kind of deal and it's like oh okay um and again, I wrote it down. Mini macarons in two hours. I was like, I was like, no, 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 no. That doesn't, no, no. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, so, you know, through, there's three rounds of the competition. So they both uh, make it to round two. And it was funny because I, I think one of us, because, you know, while they're doing the competition, of course, they can't tell each other about it. So yeah. then they're, but then, of course, they're rekindling things. Mm-hmm. But they're like, they're, I feel like she's, more reluctant to restart stuff oh, yeah. because she's like, you know, you're going back to Paris. Yeah, you you, you left me. I'm not going to Paris. Yeah. So, and, and of course, their producers though are playing a part in this because their producers are kind of pushing them along, kind of right. getting them to meet up at certain places. And this this goes with what I was like starting to say, but then I like did not start to say it because um, it's something that you pointed out. You predicted. You oh. figured out that this was happening, um, that it was all a matchmaking scheme, yeah. essentially. Yeah, okay, so the way that they did it, right? Okay, so first of all, it's Kelly and, Kelly and Andrew are on the show, right? And then there's these two other pastry chefs. Who are, like... Really good. Insanely professional. Like, they're, like, very well-known. somehow, miraculously, don't make it to the last round, which, like, okay, sure, maybe they weren't that good. Don't buy that for a second. Then, and I wrote it down on here because, like... In the second round, it's Kelly, Andrew, and I don't remember her name, but she's a really good pastry chef, right? She has like both books of them. And stuff. Both Kelly and Andrew have something wrong with their dessert. Andrew's was too messy, and Kelly's, I think hers just like didn't have the right texture or something. No, I don't know. it was it was because they were supposed to be making like a dessert for like oh a yeah kids yeah, and party. they were like it doesn't look like a dessert for a kids party. Right. I was like, boy, I would love a rose like that if I were a kid, <laughs> like an edible rose. Yes. Um, and so, but then the lady had nothing wrong with hers. They were, they were like, like, oh, it's great. these cute little cupcakes with, like, puppy faces. Yeah, so it was, like, it was great. Yet, somehow, she doesn't make it through to the third round. And, and I, I think like, that's what made you suspicious. I was like, I was like, uh-uh. Because I said it. I was like, I was like, there is no way. If one of, if both of them have something wrong with their dessert, 
one of them has to be out. There's no way that she makes it out and they don't. Uh-huh. Like, uh-uh. I was like, not a chance. And so I wrote it down. And I was like, there's somebody behind the scenes pulling the strings. Yeah. There has to be. And there was. There was. Which we okay. find out at the end. You find out. Um, Towards the end. And, okay, at first I had one. I had an idea, but I was wrong. And I was very happy I was wrong. Because <laughs> um, I wrote, I, um, was it? So when I wrote down that they were being set up, right, my first thought was that they were setting them up to make them fail. Like, my first thought was that they were going to reveal who was behind the seat. Like, mm-hmm. they were going to reveal each other right before the, the final competition. So that way they would kind of be thrown. Right. Which wasn't the case. They didn't know who who the other one was until the very end when after they both faked their item and it's a big reveal, right? Uh, and it turns out during this whole thing, first of all, it turns out that Lori and uh, Brenda knew. They knew who they were. They knew that they had... Because con- they, they've been working together to kind of like to get them to get the the main characters to get them to be in like the same room together mm-hmm. and spend time together and um <laughs> and then they have uh who is it um where is it yeah um they're being set up right and so the both of the women are like oh well hope we didn't do something wrong hope this turns out right you know hope it hope works it doesn't out. backfire yeah um and so then round three happens and they essentially have to make a cake um, as like for a proposal, proposal cake. cake. And so she figures out what to do. And then he is like, I don't know what to do. And his producer, who's his assistant at this point, is like, well, imagine if you're proposing to a girl, you know, what cake would you make? What cake would say, I love you kind of thing. And he's like, oh, okay. I, and I, th- I called this too. <laughs> I immediately was like, oh, they're both making her signature cake, which they mentioned several times is mm-hmm. honey almond with berries. Yeah. And the second that he says like, oh, I know. I was like, oh, oh, uh, uh-uh. he's making honey almond with berries. Cause they mentioned how they came up with it together. Right. Um, and so they have three hours, three hours to create a three tiered cake with fondant and decoration and i'm pretty sure she put like a fake can like a fake ring on there which i think, so. I think I, there was like some kind of like diamond on top of it girl if that was made out of sugar candy i will fight someone <laughs> no okay so like they make these cakes three hours <laughs> sure um and then they have the big reveal where they make them and then the host is like, hey, guys, come on out and see who's here. And so she reveals Kelly first. Kelly's like, hi, guys. How you doing? And then, oh, hey, here's Andrew all the way from Paris. And she's just like, hold up, what? And they're, they're both looking at each other. They're like, okay, this makes sense now. Of course And the host here. is like, oh, so I'm taking it. You guys didn't know that you were both, you know, on here. And they were like, no, we had no idea. And then she reveals who nominated them. And surprise, surprise, it was it's the sister, sister. Who essentially, she wrote a letter in and was like, hey, I nominate both of them because... They lost their way a long time ago when they were finding their passion. And now I think this would be a chance to get them to, like, rekindle mm-hmm. something and to find their way back to each other. Which, like, super cute. Love it. Support the sister. Yes. Um, And so they are kind of like, okay. And then the judges are like, oh, hey, during this whole judging process, we realized that your guys' cakes taste exactly the same. We can't decide. We literally cannot tell who's a, who's apart. Like, No. So then the ju- the the host gets to be like, oh, my turn then. She's like, in the, in this case of a tie, I get to choose. And then they find out that they both made honey almond. 
and and they were both pissed at each other because he was like, it's not just your cake. We came up with it together. And she's like, you know that's my cake. I always do that cake. That's my signature cake. And I was like, guys, guys, I called this from the beginning, but like, okay. <laughs> um, and they have that moment and then they both realize that it's about more than just the cake mm-hmm. and they're not really sure what to do about it, which like understandable. Like, here's the thing. I don't know whose side I'm on because like, it is her signature cake, it's like, but also... It's, it's, like, her signature at her bakery. Like, that's what she... But also, they came up with it together, so it's right. technically both of theirs. Um, so, I guess it it's to, you know, to each their own, I guess. Um, and then they have that moment where the host is like, okay, I'll tell you who wins, and it's, it's Kelly, Kelly. Which I was super excited about, and it's super sweet. She's so happy. Because um, basically the whole competition, she's like, I, like, why am I here? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to win. I'm not good enough to win. Yeah. Um, and it was really, like, uh, the moment she wins, you're like, yes, thank you. She won. Like, mm-hmm. finally. Um, and I do appreciate that he's not, like, upset that she won. Mm-hmm. He's not mad or irritated. Of course, he, irritated. you know, he's probably a little disappointed that he didn't win, but mm-hmm. he's happy for her. Yeah. He's very gracious about it. And he's like, good. You know, I'm glad that she won. Um, and then, like, Brenda and Lori throughout this whole movie were re- the real MVPs. MVPs like, yeah. seriously. Um, and I, I loved that this one had a very bittersweet moment mm-hmm. when they're, ad- when he's admitting his feelings for her, when yeah. he's admitting, like, I do still love you. I didn't realize how much I missed home until I came back and saw you. Because it was too painful to come back because yeah. you, you were still there. Well, he even says, he's like, I, the reason I didn't come home all those years is because I knew that the second I saw you, I wouldn't want to go back. Right. Like, he just knew it and he's like and I was right because I don't want to go back you know mm-hmm. and she's just like well you know our lives are too different now we've gone too far we can't mm-hmm. get back and he's just kind of like okay like I, I understand and so they have this very gracious kind of amicable separation almost mm-hmm. like it's very sweet and very bittersweet like it's just heartbreaking honestly because you know that they love each other still right. um and then she gets to go home and her whole her whole town is having a little viewing party in the cafe. Because it's, it's finally it's Valentine's Day, so they're showing the final the the finale episode. So like everybody is at the cafe that her parents own, um, watching it. And throughout the entire movie, um, her parents have been it's been multiple times brought up that her parents are selling going to be selling the cafe because they want to like retire basically they want to like go travel and things like that and of course kelly is like i wish i could take it but i'm just too busy with the bakery so i can't yeah and then she finds out somebody bought the bakery. somebody bought the bakery or she's the, like, the cafe the cafe so she's like okay i mean i guess so like this is what you two want mm-hmm. and then she gets a message from andrew and he's and like you called this too. i did too I called it early on. I wrote Anna, it early Annika's, on. Here's the thing. Annika's usually pretty good at calling things. I sometimes am. I don't always voice I only I voice it because I get excited. I'm like, I'm like oh, 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 I know I know what's going to happen. I, I don't very... because if I'm wrong, I don't want it to be on record that I'm wrong. Yeah. But I'm also, I also, I'm really good about calling things. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's one of those things, you know? I, I think it comes from years, years of, of watching, watching TV. Um, and so... I knew it was going to happen. So he shows back up. He's like, I want to talk to you. And they go to their tree, which That's they carve their, their letters place. into it. Um, and he reveals that he bought the cafe that her parents owned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew for the second 
that he finds out that they're that her parents are putting it up for sale i was like oh oh hell no he's buying it yeah because he talks about how throughout the entire movie he's wa- always wanted to own his own restaurant right that he's never wanted to be <clears throat> a pastry chef he's wanted to own his own restaurant yeah which basically. is really like understandable you know and so they have that moment where she's just like you want to like you are you sure and he's just like yeah of course i'm sure um and then uh and i even wrote down i was like at least she can cry because like she does she has some teary moments um and then uh there one of my favorite lines that i wrote down is uh after they get back to the cafe and it's revealed that she wins on the tv mm-hmm. um and they're just like you know like he's just like yeah you know i'm happy that you won kind of thing um and one, I don't remember which one it is. They just say, I think we both did. And I was like... No, that's at, that's at her house still. Is it? Yeah, because they're kissing and she's like, we should get back. Because, like, the whole town's watching to see who won. And he's like, I think we both won. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, yes. Yes, he did. Then we get the best part of any Hallmark movie when they do it. The flash forward we one get, year later. Get, flash forward yes. to the following Valentine's Day. To be fair, Day. the best flash forward one year later is the spin is the kiss spin transition into wedding no it's the it's this it's the 360 spin transition to wedding i literally just said that you missed the 360 part the spin transition to wedding you missed the 360 spin you missed the 360 that's the, the important part is the 360 it's the same thing girl anyway i will literally kick you off your bed right now don't Anyways. So we get the one year later. She still has her bakery. He now owns a cafe. And they're celebrating Valentine's Day with each other. And then, it's really cute. They, so she's standing in front of the little cupcake stand. He's handing her all these cupcakes to put on. He hands her one. And then he puts his hand behind his back and pulls it out. And he goes to hand her something. And it's a ring box. And he's like, careful, this one. This uh, one's not edible. Yeah. yeah. And then he proposes. And of course she says yes. Because why wouldn't she say yes? It's just the cutest thing. And it's definitely one of my new favorites. Out of all three of these, which one's your favorite now? Ooh. Or I guess between Lacey and Aaron, which one's your favorite? I I was just about to say. I was just about to say, I think it's a tie. Yeah? Yeah. I I think this one's my favorite. I definitely think that out of the three, this one's my favorite. It goes this one. Love, romance, and chocolate, and then very, very Valentine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think mainly, I, I mean, I think any movie set in a bakery is gonna be my in my top Fair ones. Um, but like, it just it was really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, I did appreciate that the that the drama wasn't overdone. And 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 we've said this before is that a lot of the more recent Hallmark movies are starting to have more like believable drama it's not over the top it's more not, understandable it's not unnecessary drama it's believable for the situation mm-hmm. which i appreciate yeah um i think i i i am excited to watch the newer valentine's movies because they yeah. they did release some new ones that we haven't watched yet um yeah but I think i think there's been maybe one or two that are released already and then like the red the other two are like later this yeah week, but I then think. there's also some there's also more movies that we're excited to watch oh yeah um so we do have plans so um we've already planned this out you know we're gonna there's some easter ones that we're gonna watch some uh some like st patrick's ones. day i don't think there's that many st. there's one i know there's one for sure um obviously summertime ones there's we'll probably the, the do june a whole, weddings yeah we'll probably do a whole episode about just like wedding ones yeah because there's some good wedding weddings ones. we're gonna have our royal one yes because there are plenty of royal hallmark there's royal some real good ones that are fantastic 
Um, and then, of course, circle back around and do some more fall. I don't know if we've done an episode about fall or We've done Halloween. Christmas, but we haven't we've done fall. I know, yeah, we know we've done Christmas, so we'll probably do more Christmas ones because there's more that have come out since we did that episode, and there's more that are going to come out this year as well. Yeah, so I'm very um, there's, excited. There's some that we've seen recently that we absolutely love that we haven't talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the plan. Obviously, we don't know when those will come out, you know, mm-hmm. they'll happen when they happen. Um, so if you guys have seen these movies and you love them as much as we did, we'd love to hear what you loved about the movies. Um, if you haven't seen them, highly recommend watching them. They're all very, very cute movies. Um, so you can find us on Twitter. I am at JillyBean729. That's G-I-L-L-Y-B-E-A-N-729. And I am at Mama Release. That is capital M-A-M-A, capital R-O-L-L-I-S-I. And you can also find our podcast on Twitter and Instagram and also on Tumblr as well at TTFabPodcast. So come on and let us know what you thought. We'd love to hear from you.